When you have a physical reaction to something as you go about your day, do you listen to your body? A lot of us are conditioned to sweep any feelings of discomfort under the rug because we either don't have time to deal, we don't know how to deal, or we just disassociate with some other unhelpful behavior. So that's how I stumbled upon my guest in this episode. I was scrolling reels, my eyes were glazing over, I was suffocating the existential crisis that I could feel brewing within. (laughs) And Floor surprised me, she still does, and as soon as I got on a discovery call with her, my mind was blown. Basically, she read my mind and I signed on for one-on-one coaching with her. I worked with her for six months, which finally helped me realize that I didn't need to structure my offers in any specific way in order to find the people that I am meant to serve. So in this episode, you'll learn how Floor only sells offers that feel exciting and in alignment with her values, uses her energy to gauge which offers to create and sell, and replenishes her energy and maintains a delusional confidence, which you know I love. (laughs) Working with Floor completely changed my life. I'm not even being dramatic and changed the way that I run my business. So listen in and become as obsessed with her as I am. So I think that the way that we met is very, I don't want to say rare (laughs) because I don't know what other people do, but for me, it was, it was very kismet how we met. And I don't know if you remember, do you remember? Yeah. You saw one of my reels and then just like booked a call. (laughs) Literally that's, yeah. And yeah. So, Hey, if you're wondering if Instagram (laughs) reels uh, uh, work, I have proof that they actually do for sure. So yeah, I was just, you know, I I was just scrolling and basically you called me out and was like, Hey, are you just scrolling because you're avoiding your own feelings? (laughs) And I was like, damn, she gets me right away. So uh, yeah. So I just crept on your profile and stuff and I scheduled a call for like the next day and I immediately scheduled one-on-one coaching with you. So what did that feel like to like literally get an ad, ad, get a lead from a reel? I felt amazing. And I think for me, particularly in my business, it's really being able to see like that evidence that it gets to be that easy. And so when it actually happens, you're like, okay, like, wow, it really I can post a reel and I can land a six month one-to-one client from doing 90 seconds of talking on Instagram. Yeah. Did you do any? Did I do any what? Sorry. Yeah. Did you do any like mindset work or anything like that before? Well, obviously you do that kind of stuff every day probably, but did you do anything specifically when you were recording reels that, that day? Maybe, I don't know if you were batching them or whatever, but did you do something like, Hey, I'm going to put this out there and the right thing will come to me, or this is going to pay off in some way. So interestingly for me, this has all been a very like trial and error approach, right? And I've really been refining, Mm -hmm. okay, what was the energetics behind me posting that one reel that went viral, that like landed a client. But I think when I'm doing the reel itself, 
there's two things I can, I'm either coming from the energy of like, oh, I feel like I need to post something right now. And that never works. But if I have like inspiration that, you know, when you're like, I just have to say this and like post this right now, like it's just come to me and I have to get this out. Those are the reels like that just land and someone like, I'd say like 70% of the time when I get that real inspiration, someone will either like DM me, book a call or hire me just from like those kind of reels. And it's still to this day, I'm like, it can't be that easy. I still am like that, you know, that conventional old paradigm thinking of like, it doesn't get to be this easy. That still creeps in, but I've got enough evidence now that I'm like, I can, if I'm in the right energy, it just happens. It just works. So in terms of what I do, I have my daily practices, but now when I'm posting, I'm, I literally ask myself, is this genuinely in alignment or am I posting this to get something out of it? So am I posting this to get likes, to feel the need, like to feel that I'm like, you know, making progress? Am I posting this because I need a client right now? Or am I genuinely like, this is helpful and I want to share it with people? So that's kind of my process. Do you, yeah, okay. I like I like that, and I, and I really like that. I wrote this down. <laughs> you said what were what was the energy behind recording that reel? Or so you know, you could we could apply that, that to anything. What what's the energy behind this action? <clears throat> and and just kind of paying attention to that. But would you suggest if I'm feeling like you know <laughs> I need to put this out there because I need to put it out there or I'm not going to do it (laughs) or I need to put this out there because I'm feeling really stuck and I'm just going to try something new or I'm going to put this out there because I really want people to experience this thing, whatever it is. If you're in an energy that is maybe less than desirable or not the one, like the one coming from more of a lack mindset. If you're in that energy and you can tell, do you recommend still just doing it and at least it's out or hold it in and do something different to get that energy redistributed? Yeah. So two things here that I would say if like for any kind of business owner, particularly with social media, Alignment to me is key, but I also think that if you're waiting to feel aligned when you've got, when you don't really know what that feels like yet, and you're like, okay, I've got to wait until I feel what alignment feels like, and I'm not going to post until I do, that's also just going to hold you back as well. So for me, I think for myself and for people I work with and people I see, the ones who are the most successful are the ones who are willing to like just take that sloppy action and figure it out along the way. And then over time, you will figure out what alignment feels like. But I think if you're at the very beginning and you don't really understand your emotional body, you don't understand like what it feels like to be like, you know, aligned in your energy, that's going to be really hard to discern. Am I feeling like this is really exciting and good or am I doing this from like a needy place because that actually takes a lot of inner work to get to that because when we're unpacking like is this coming from a place of scarcity and lack because I need someone to like like this post or buy this in order for me to feel like I'm successful or I'm doing the right thing or am I doing this because like it genuinely lights me up and it feels amazing. That's really subtle to figure that out over time. And you probably know that feeling as well. 
Yeah. I'm aggressively nodding my head because that's something that I think is very normal. Like that, that push and pull feeling that you're describing, I think is so normal in the first year or two years, whatever of your business, because you're like, if, if you don't know right out the gate, what you want to offer, or if you have an offer and you're like, Ugh, this is just not doing it for me anymore. And you want to switch to something else, like figuring out what that is, is extremely exhausting. And I, I think I love testing and just slapping yeah. shit up. Right. But yeah. I also risk when I do that, I also risk confusing the shit out of people, <laughs> which I know. Right. And so it's like that, but that's my personality. That's what I, but I think a lot of people refrain from, from pivoting or doing anything because they're afraid of putting out the wrong energy or they're afraid of like not looking like an expert because they, you know, keep switching stuff up. And I, I get that. I feel that very hard, but like what you were saying about when you are doing something, when you are putting out an offer that, you know, like you can feel it. And I'm, I'm always pointing to like my, I don't know, the bottom of my rib cage, like in the middle, what is that called? (laughs) Oh yeah. There's like, yes. Oh yeah. Sacral. Okay. I knew I was going to forget that word. So I always point to that when I describe this, but when you know, right there that the offer is going to be something you at least feel great about selling or like putting out there, even if it's sloppy, you can tell based like when you compare that to well, I should have a high ticket offer because blah, blah, blah. Or I should start a Facebook group that's like free and that's how I build my, like whatever. But if you can tell that you don't want to do <laughs> certain things, right? So I love that you brought that up because yeah, that's, it's, you don't, you almost don't notice that there's such a difference until someone points it out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the yeah. biggest journey for me in business is realizing that, you know, what I'm putting out there, the right people who are meant for these offers will feel it. Exactly like my example with you, you watched one reel and you bought from me and you didn't even follow me. Like you didn't, you know, you just watched a reel. And it's like, if we're not being true to ourselves, those people cannot feel us. And so it's not like people are not looking at us going, that's a shitty offer. It's just, they're like, I don't feel anything, so I'm going to keep scrolling. And that's been like the mm-hmm. hardest, most challenging journey of my like my life really is learning how can I be more me in this business because that is so vulnerable and so like you feel so exposed, but it's honestly every time that I've done that and been vulnerable and like just put myself out there and really conquered my fears it's worked. And then every time that I've tried to, and I, my first year of business was literally like, oh, that person's making a lot of money. What are they doing? Okay. I'm going to do that. And be like, no one bought. (laughs) Okay. Well, what's that person doing? Oh, I need to have one of those. Okay. I'll do that. And it literally was like, why is this working for me? Like they are making, you know, they've got all these followers and making all this money and I'm doing the exact same thing and it is not working. And that's when I was like, there is more to this than just like copy and pasting somebody else's strategy. You have to be in alignment Mm -hmm. with energy. Otherwise it's just not going to work. And then you get into the like shame spiral 
and then you're just like screwing your energy up even more and it's just this never-ending cycle and then people give up which sucks yeah yeah I I, you used a word I was going to use which is vulnerable and I know how hard it is to convince yourself to be yourself it's extremely scary and you know there's a lot of there's a lot of well I can't say that because or whatever or I I'm supposed to have blah 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 and I actually recently I went through this again and I kept thinking about you when I was putting this new membership together because I created an offer that other people like my biz besties were like, yes, this is awesome. Like I would buy this. Yay. And I put it out there and I could tell, like, I liked the idea of it, but I could tell that it just, I didn't want to sell it. And I could feel that. And I was like, I'm sure other people can feel that too. On the other side of the email or the, whatever it is, I wrote like a sales page for it and everything. And I was just like, this is not the vibe, right? (laughs) In the shower, I think I was just like thinking of, oh, just what should I be offering next? Instead of this thing that I just know that is not a good fit, what should I be offering next? And it was right after I had recorded, you know, the first half of this season one of these episodes, I was like, oh, I'm just going to extend this and how fun this is into a membership. And that is going to be like my my fun thing that I'm going to become obsessed with. And ever since then, I have been nonstop building it out and just creating it. Oh, by the way, if anyone wants to join it, please do. It's it's going to be open by the, by the time this is alive. So that to me was a very good indicator. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, okay, what would floor do? <laughs> that is an indicator to me that when I was like obsessed, I'm like, okay, I, I need to keep building on this momentum. So if you, what would you suggest if somebody is feeling like they're, they're just, uh, I don't know what the right word is. Cause stuck is like a very, you know, that could be a lot of things, but if they're like looking at their business right now and they're just like, I'm, I'm not obsessed with this. <laughs> what is something that they can really fast do to help shift that energy? My biggest suggestion would be just create something for fun. You don't have to sell it. You don't have to put it out there, but just think about something that you're like, I would love to create this and then just see where that energy takes you. Because I think where we get stuck in business is we get stuck in the shoulds and have to and need tos. And this is where our energy gets like a bit funky because we get really attached to what we've created. And in the, I guess, in the old paradigm way of thinking, it's like we can only have a certain amount of offers. We can't offer too much. We can't, you know, we have to be quite rigid in the way that we think. And this is where we kind of trip ourselves up. And so the way that I always get out of this is like, all right, I don't love what I've got right now, but these are my offers. And maybe I've spent a lot of time and maybe they're making me money, but I'm feeling like I'm not aligned with them anymore I'm going to go off and create something just for fun and whether I put it out or not that doesn't even matter it's about like getting in the energy of creation and then in that energy of creation that's when you're usually more like aligned in the present moment like you will know what to do like it'll just come and you'll know what to do 
if you're overthinking things, like you're coming from your ego, it's just going to like go around in circles and you're just going to keep questioning and overthinking it. So for example, for me, like recently I was feeling this and I was like, okay, what do I really want to create? And maybe what is something someone in my audience want? And I just went off and made like this video series of, you know, nervous system regulation, like someone at the very beginning, and I haven't offered it yet, but it was so fun to create and it got me then. And then I created a totally different offer. And now that's selling so well. And it's just like, do you see, like just creating something, then the ideas can come in for something else. And that's like really powerful exercise. That's a, yes, I love all of that. So there's a very famous quote from Stephen King and he, like he talks about, he has a, he has a book about writing. It's called On Writing. And in that book, he says, write for the trash can. And by that, he just means just get something out there and just get in the pattern of creation, just like you were saying, and then see what comes out of that. Because when you're stuck in this, like everything I do sucks, you know, vibe, then yeah, everything you do is going to suck. And yeah. So just like letting the floodgates open does amazing things. And I, I remember talking to you about this where I was like, I don't know, so I've been doing some client work and like, I don't know, I've just been feeling like creatively constipated and I'm just, I don't know what to do. And you were just like, do something fun for fun that doesn't, you know, just with no pressure, just do something. And then that's when I was writing the sales page for that offer that I ended up not really even a sell, but you know, I did, I wrote for myself, which was fun because I don't get to do it that much. And then the next time I had client work, it just flew out of me. It was like, okay. that It was like creative Miralax. Yes. Let's get it out. So it was, it was awesome. And I love that reminder because I often feel like, ah, like something's happening and I don't know what it is. And then, yeah, you just have to redistribute that, that stuck feeling. So that's really good. I, I know you mentioned earlier about the, you know, supporting your nervous system, but I, so I want you to talk about that a little bit. And then I also want you to talk about how like deconditioning from all of the would shoulds and have tos and all of that stuff. Cause that's, something that I had to learn and unlearn. <laughs> Basically, I didn't know. I didn't know how much I was doing because I thought that I was supposed to. So yeah, I would love to know about just, I already know kind of your backstory, but I would love you to share that stuff because I just think it's so interesting and so helpful. Yeah. 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 So any business owner or anyone who's listening to this who's trying to create a business will know that this is the most uncomfortable journey <laughs> that you can possibly go on because it's so, like we've already mentioned being vulnerable, but it's so dysregulating when things don't go the way that you expect them to or the way that you envisioned that they would. And it can be really, particularly if we have a lot of like, internal programming or inner wounds from childhood if, if we are then like putting something out in the world and it doesn't go the way that we think it 
it it should go or it you know it would go that really impacts how we feel that impacts our energy this is where i think a lot of people particularly in their first couple of years of business really really struggle because it is this emotional mind field that you're trying to get through and when things aren't working like that that is like the worst place to be particularly if you're not if you don't know how to navigate your nervous system and you don't know how to navigate your emotions so a lot of the work that I do with clients is just explaining like this is your nervous system these are your stress responses when you feel this way you're actually in a stress response and when you don't know you're in a stress response, you're actually in um, survival mode. And when we're in survival mode, our prefrontal cortex is offline. So that means we cannot think logically. So this, for anyone listening, will be like that anxious racing thoughts, you know, where it's like you're trying to like get something done, but your mind's scattered and all over the place and just nothing feels like it's going forward. You're just all over the shop. And so if by simply just knowing that, okay, I'm actually in a stress response right now, I'm going to like stop doing what I'm doing. I'm not going to try and like push forward and like keep going when this is clearly just not working, which so many of us are like, we'll just, maybe I'll try this or I'll put this up or I'll post this. And it's just coming from this survival energy. So it's just not going to work. Learning how to regulate yourself and get yourself back down into, you know, into a regulated space and then operate from that space is going to be so helpful for your business. The second part of that is understanding that you have been programmed and conditioned from your childhood, from your schooling, from society to operate in a certain way. So anytime that you're trying to go away from that, which most entrepreneurs or business owners, they're wanting to do something differently. They're wanting to create their own life of freedom. Your ego, which is that narrator in your mind, is going to be screaming at you, being like, no, we can't change. We have to go with the way that we've been programmed. So if you think about your brain, it's like a supercomputer that has all this programming. And then when you start a business, you're going against that. And that can feel really challenging and you'll be met with so much resistance. And that is just part of the process. But if you're not aware of that, it feels like such a struggle. And this is a lot of the work that we did together was like, let's go and like look at the programming and the conditioning. And once you see it, my quote is, if you see it, you don't have to be it. You know, you can step out of it and be like, I get why I I think that way. I was messaged all of these different things in my childhood, at school, in society. You know, most of us have been conditioned to believe that in order to be successful, we've got to work really hard. Making money is like a hard slog. You know, we have to like go to a nine to five and work a corporate job and then work for 40 years and then we get to have like a nice life. And when we're going into entrepreneurship, we're literally saying like, I don't believe that that's true, but our mind is still programmed with that old way of thinking. And so stepping out of that conditioning is like, it requires a lot of emotional intelligence, a lot of nervous system regulation, and a lot of delusion. (laughs) I think like, I'm always like, be delusional. Like, I know it feels uncomfortable, but that is literally the way that you're rewiring and reprogramming your mind for like that success And the way that I do that is always by looking for evidence where it's worked for other people. Like use that as your evidence piece. Don't stop using evidence that it's not working for you and start looking at like, okay, if that person can do it, then I can do it. And that's how you kind of navigate the, you know, emotional 
dysregulation and your mindset as well, which I know is the most challenging thing for people in business. Yes. And it costs, it, it causes or not causes it often will disappear after you've been like, Oh yeah. Okay. This is normal. I just need to, and then you just totally forget about all that mindset work that you've done and you need a reminder. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why you actually told me this is something I use every single day, by the way. You told me to make a list of like good things that I've manifested in life and even something small. <laughs> so, you know, we got we got a free Tempur-Pedic mattress <laughs> gifted to us from our friends who like, it was a whole thing. But anyways, I was like, I'm putting that on there. That's like a $3,000 mattress. So I put it on the list and I have a list of things. It's not affirmations. It's stuff that literally happened. So like you said, it's evidence to me that like things do work out. And when you were saying, if you can see it, you don't have to be it. Yeah. So that immediately I thought of the sorting hat in Harry Potter and he's like, not Slytherin, not Slytherin. And he's like, oh, you don't want to be Slytherin? You know, so you can pick what house you're in. You're not necessarily doomed to the hat, like whatever the hat says. And that is a really good reminder because if you're feeling like this actually just happened to me on Monday, I had absolutely no energy or desire to like exist. I was just like completely useless. And I'm, I, I did what I had to do, you know, with the whole school drop off and everything like that. And then I just slept yeah. <laughs> the rest of the day because I was like, anything that I do today is going to be a garbage. Like I just, it is. And I took that time. I felt a little bit guilty about it, but I took that time to recharge. And then after that, I was the, the next day, I, I probably did like eight things on my to-do list. Like it was crazy how polar opposite that it was. And that day I needed those reminders of like, it does work out. This is, this is something else you've told me that I loved. This is just a blip <laughs> in the whole plan. And I need those little sticky phrases in my brain all the time, because like, we are going to have days where we're like, I'm a garbage bag, <laughs> or we're going to have days where it's like, I'm unstoppable. And I have, you know, when you have those two days back to back, it's very jarring, <laughs> yeah. but it's also... Awesome. Like it's, you know, it, it's again, just filing those away for evidence that I do bounce back from stuff like this. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember, like we are energetic beings. We have ebbs and flows of energy, particularly as women, we have cycles. Yeah. We are in an energetic cycle. So one day you will be feeling so motivated on fire, be able to like punch out a million things. And then the very next day you can feel like I just want to sleep. And where our conditioning comes into this is that we have to be on the same way every single day. Otherwise, we're some way failing or we're somehow behind. And we then su like suppress or, you know, push down the way that we're really feeling. And this is where we get that disconnect. And it's like we're trying to do work when our energy is like we need to rest now. 
And so the work that we do is crap. And then we then get into a shame spiral about like, I can't do this. I'm so crap at my job. Like maybe I need to go back to my full-time job, you know, all of that sort of chat, which then then like that, when we go back to what we were talking about at the very beginning, like my strategy for business is my energy, which is that like, probably, you know, a lot of people are like, what are you talking about? But that is literally my strategy. If I feel good, I know I will make money. But if I am caught up in like feeling crap and I'm trying to push myself to places where I can't go because my energy doesn't want to go there, it won't work. So if I need to have three days in a row where I am sleeping, having fun, going out bushwalking, then that is what I'm doing. And then I guarantee on the flip side of that, something positive will happen because I have honored myself. Mm. Wow. I, I just, I'm absorbing everything you just said, because you're basically saying that when you honor your energy in any kind of way, not just when you do work, that feels fun. If you are going on a hike, <laughs> that is equivalent to doing something beneficial for your business. Am I 100%. understanding that right? Yeah. yeah. If if I am feeling, and it's really about like getting in tune with like, mm-hmm. okay, how do I feel and what do I need? And honoring that. And sometimes that's like, I need rest or I need to like go do something for myself or I need to do exercise or I need to like create something in my business And every time that you honor it, like practice for anyone listening, like actually just practice doing this and see what happens, see what happens, like see what eventuates in your business, because the more that you can like tap into this, this is where you'll start to see, wow, okay, this actually works when I am feeling on and aligned, like I can create magic in my business when I'm not, I get subpar results or I get, I don't get the results that I want. So like if you're out bushwalking and you're in nature and your nervous system's feeling amazing and your energy's feeling really good, that is going to have a benefit for when you start to, when you go home that evening and you create content and you see what happens with that post, just see what happens, like practice that or like, you know, go and spend the day by yourself, like not even thinking about work. And I think this is where a lot of entrepreneurs also get really stuck is we are just constantly thinking in the future about what we need to create, what we need to do, how do we need to make money? And it is exhausting. It is really exhausting. So we've, it's learning how to give yourself permission to not think about your business for like. Okay. So I think you just, even though we've worked together for six months, you just blew my mind again saying, <laughs> saying, Hey, go, go for a facial and then come back and then, you know, do something and watch what happens. And that's so true because like I was talking about earlier, when I make up an offer thinking I need this, I need to sell this to make money. It sucks every time. And (laughs) even if it kind of sounds like fun, like something I would want to sell, I know that I'm, I'm only creating this because it would be like cool to sell one. And then I would be able to like, you know, say, Oh, I, I sold this offer and it was $5,000, like whatever. That is not going to make me sell it. That's going to make me feel like I have to sell it. And yeah, I could tell. Right. And so that really, 
yeah, that was a really cool perspective on on that. It just it, it clicked. Things clicked just now for me, even more, even though we <laughs> you've done so much to help me realize that I have limitless potential and like the only person in my way is me. So that was, yeah, just cherry on top. Honestly, I would love to know what is the most unhinged thing that you've done in your business? Or, I mean, you're already the poster child for like ignoring the rules, which is why you're one of my fave, (laughs) you're one of my favorite people to talk to. So yeah, if you want to share about just stuff that you're not, not doing because fuck it, or just things that you would categorize as being unhinged in your own business, but are totally working. Yeah. So I think for me, I've always not followed the rules in this business, which has been interesting, just like the, when I, because I come from a um, corporate background, 10 years in, you know, the corporate world, in human resources, very structured, uh, a lot of rules, a lot of regulation. And now that I'm in running my own business, I see how that was so unaligned to me. Like I hated it. I hated rules. I hated people saying you have to do things a certain way. So when I started this business, I had no idea what I was doing. And the people that I just happened to fall upon as I was starting this business were all just talking about the energetics of business. And I was like, this is fascinating. Like I'd never heard of energetics or energy before. And that is where I started. And I was like, okay, I wonder if this could literally like genuinely work. If I just really mastered my energy Could this work? Now, if you tell someone who is like got no idea about this, they're literally like, you're the most unhinged person in the world. Like, what do you mean? You're just like, I have a friend who's in business and she's like, you know, in the marketing courses with the funnels and all of that sort of stuff. I'm like, yeah, I don't do any of that. Like I literally don't do any of that, but I do look after my energy and that's what I do. And then I follow the like energetic tugs of like, that would be fun to do and see what happens. So that is like, yeah, my most unhinged thing is like, there is no rules. And if you, there is no rules and there's no one way to do it. If one, one thing works for me, it may not work for you, but you've got to find that way of working that's going to work for you. And that may not be somebody else's strategy. Like this is the hard part. It's like, how does this going to work for me in business and in life as well? Like, and that's like that deconditioning piece about being, feeling safe enough to like, trust yourself that you can do this the way that you want to do it. And the practice that I would do for that is like, if you could do your business anyway, it was going to work out. Like you knew it was going to work out. How would you be running it? And what would you be offering? And then start from there, like start like getting those types of offers or the way that you want to work out. And that's like a hard journey to come by, to come through, because I think, we have like a perception of where the way that we think we like this is how I want to run my business. Like I don't want to be doing all of this face-to-face stuff. Like I want to be doing passive or whatever it might be. Like that journey of honoring, like, okay, this feels good to me. I'm gonna trust this feeling. Yep. The the whole, <laughs> this whole notion of what would you do if you could just do anything without like 
being afraid of it, um, I think is, is easy to get tripped up on though, because like somebody who maybe is new to this space where they can just do whatever they want would be like, well, I don't even know what the options are. Like, I don't even, not that there are options necessarily, but like, I don't even know how to structure something that would even make sense or like the most efficient way to structure something or whatever. And I think that's where it gets easy to fall into like a research vortex yes where you're just like well let me see what she's doing let me see what they're up to let me see you know and it's like okay I think there is value in perusing the market so to speak and just like okay let me see what people are responding to and then let me see how I respond to that thing which is probably a good litmus test instead of that they're making a lot of money doing this I should do that too yeah yeah yeah. And I think also, yeah, like you touched on it, like, how do you want to buy? Like, what, how do you like to buy? How do you like to engage with online businesses? Like, how do you like to do that? And start there because there will be people who are the same as you that will respond to the same things that you do. So if you're like, I don't know where to even begin. It's like, where, what do you like to buy? What kind of programs or courses like get your attention and start there? like create something and it's not like copying someone else's strategy it's like this feels good to me so this is going to feel good to other people as well yeah I think there's fear around well I'm not my ideal client or like I'm not supposed to be my own ideal client like I've I feel like I've definitely heard that some kind of guru being like you're not your ideal client you're them in you know in the future <laughs> or whatever but it's like what if you did just trust yourself and and create a business that you would have been a customer of? What would that be? Or like, what would be something that you would absolutely join if you weren't leader, the leader of it or, you know, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of a membership or a course or something, but like, what, what do you wish that you had when, you know, when you started out? And I think that's it. Like, I always think about my ideal client is like someone who's like, you know, 12 months behind me or two years behind me, like, and what I have learned and embodied, that is what I'm teaching on. That is what I'm sharing on. And I think that's a really important piece as well. And not, it's not necessarily, you know, like it has to be this way, but I feel like if you're not really embodied, meaning you don't know it inside out, like it's just so natural to you it's going to feel like a struggle to teach on that or to share on that or to sell on that. So I think, think about like, what are you really good at? Like what, you know, is just so natural to you that you don't even like think about it. Like there, that's what you could be selling. Like that's what you could be creating a business around. Like what have you learned that you didn't know like a year or two years ago that now someone else can learn from you? Yes, that's so I, I, okay. So I really responded to when you said, what do you know, inside and out that you could just talk about forever? Because when I, you can tell, or other people can tell if you're not psyched on like, or you're not confident to talk about whatever topic, like they can read that. And if you create something that you're not hundred percent feeling good about teaching, 
it, yeah. that definitely translates and also imposter stuff is gonna creep in you're not even gonna be good at selling it because you're gonna be like your internal whatever narrative is gonna be like you can't sell this shit you can't even talk about it you know and so that is a red flag indicator that yeah maybe that's just not the thing maybe just not right now it doesn't have to be forever it could just be yeah you know yeah and if there's something something that you want to teach on like just become the embodiment of that like learn it inside out practice it like you know devote yourself to that but in the meantime what can you start with to get that practice to like get your get some skin in the game because I think often we're waiting until we're perfect to launch our business or to sell online and it's like no you just have to start like you just have to start somewhere and get some skin in the game and just trust that it's all going to work out it's just it is like there's no other option (laughs) it's gonna work out for you yeah there is no other option because uh, so that's something I keep again, I'm, I'm always telling myself this, but if I'm already like pre-programmed to win, (laughs) like, okay, cool. So all I have to do is just keep playing. I just have to keep playing the game and I will eventually win. I watched the, the series finale of Ted Lasso last night. And for anyone who's watched that show, you will understand I was bawling almost the entire time but at the end everything like the way you see you see how it's ending for every character and you're just like okay I know obviously I understand this is a show that was written and it's fiction I understand that but it was just a very very good visual reminder that it does always work out and like your character is written to get what they want I remind myself of that every single day and it has helped me get through days when I couldn't get out of bed. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I think it's like realizing you're going to have fear. There's always going to be fear when you're stepping into the unknown. So if you can actually, instead of like resisting that fear, it's like embrace it because if you're feeling scared, you're feeling vulnerable. It means that you're on the right track. Like you are stepping into an unknown space and Rather than thinking the unknown could equal bad, think of it as like, this could work out better than I have ever imagined. And I tell myself that on repeat, like, yes, this feels scary, but this could work out like so amazing. Like I have a vision in my mind, but this could work out even better than that if I just like keep going. And I think we have to detach from a certain outcome because if you're so focused on that one outcome, you could be missing all of the good stuff that's happening somewhere else because you're like it needs to look a certain way in order for me to be successful and that's a hard process as well but like yeah it's so much better when you're like I'm open to anything happening rather than it has to look like 10 clients that sign up to this one offer otherwise I'm not successful yeah okay well that's a really good place to stop because I think that is so powerful what you just said like it does not have to so I always say in my own life especially like talking to my girlfriends about like relationships and stuff I'm always like it doesn't have to make sense to be true and I think that that is well that's true for really any application but what 
you just reminded me of that because it doesn't have to be perfect to be a win. And, and it definitely doesn't have to be what you imagined in order to go on your abundant list, your evidence of abundance. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So go open up your notes app, make yourself a little evidence list of reasons why, what, what is it? on mine reasons why I'm an abundance magnet, I think is what mine says. Yes, that's it. And so go make yourself a little list and I have it as a widget, like on my home screen so that I cannot ignore it. It's there. I don't have to remember. (laughs) And yeah, I just, I love having it there. And that is all, that is all thanks to you. So, well, thank you so much for being here and just go, you know, opening up are opening up my eyes once again, even wider, blowing my mind and telling me to take a hike. I think that is all so, so helpful. I absolutely love it. Um, I obviously I'm going to have any, any links, um, to connect with you or jump into your programs and offers and things like that are down there. So please go check them out, go get your own mind blown. (laughs) (laughs) and I, I, I'm just so grateful to have you. So thank you so much. And everybody go become as obsessed with Flora as I am. Thank you for having me. This episode is sponsored by the unhinged biz membership. Now this is a membership that I created as a spawn to this podcast because I was having so much fun interviewing people about what shouldn't be working but is and what rules they're breaking and how they're making bank while doing things in a way that typically would be considered a little out there. So if you're somebody who is either a brand new business owner or maybe you're like about to launch your business and you're feeling a little bit lost, a little bit, what's my next step? This is for you. If you have been in business for a while and you still feel like you haven't figured it out, like things just are not clicking and you want to know how to create offers, funnels, consistency, clarity, flexibility, freedom, all of those things this is for you. If you're an established business owner who is now finding yourself at a place where you want to pivot and maybe speak to a different audience or totally, you know, overhaul your offers or pivot your niche, whatever it is, this is for you too. This membership is designed so that no matter how you like to communicate, no matter how you like to get support, no matter how you want to work, you have options and you have the ability to really create a business that you cannot wait to show up for every day without feeling like you have to figure everything out alone. Okay. I'm obsessed with this. I want you to be obsessed with it too, if it feels right for you. So go check it out and I hope to see you inside.